This episode is sponsored by Massah Israel Journey. Okay, guys, you have to check out Masai Israel Journey. If you're listening to this episode, you probably have some interest in Israel. Well, Masai Israel Journey is the marketplace for long-term opportunities in Israel. You can explore your career path, you can live out your passions, and you can make a positive impact on the world. During the pandemic, Masai also created options to study and work remotely from Israel. You don't need to pause your life. You don't need to know Hebrew to join, but you do get funding when you apply. So learn more at MasaIsrael.org slash Two Nice Jewish Boys. That's MasaIsrael.org slash Two Nice Jewish Boys, spelled out Two Nice Jewish Boys. Check it out. This is Eitan Weinstein. And I'm Naor Menninger. And you're listening to Two Nice Jewish Boys. This podcast is sponsored by The Forward. Stay up to date with unlimited access to news, culture, and opinion all through a Jewish lens. And for our listeners, for 2NJB listeners, get six months of The Forward for 15 bucks. An exclusive subscription offer for our listeners, forward.com slash 2NJB, and get six months for 15 bucks. Also in collaboration with Arutz Sheva, IsraelNationalNews.com. And last but not least, in collaboration with Australian Jewish News, check them out at ajn.timesofisrael.com. Yesterday, Joe Biden was sworn in as President of the United States of America and Kamala Harris as the first female Vice President in American history. With them, Israel waved goodbye to one of the friendliest American administrations in modern history. And if that's not enough, Israel is on its own way to an inauguration. First, of course, we got to get through another election, the fourth in two years. And meanwhile, Israel has extended the lockdown for another 10 days, while the national vaccination effort is progressing at unprecedented speed. We'll be discussing all this and more today with a great friend and an old guest of the podcast and an Instagram sensation, Hanania Naftali. TikTok also. TikTok, all the platforms. <laughs> so while serving in the IDF, Hanania was unable to turn a blind eye to, to all the fake news that he was hearing about Israel. So he decided to do something about it. Fast forward four years, he's got huge followings on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We are super thrilled to be joined by Hanania Naftali. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. So you nice. and Trump have something in common, I just realized. We Both of us love Israel. Yeah. Yes. Okay two, th- okay, two things. They both got blocked on TikTok. Oh, really? yeah, that's true. That's true. T- tell us the story. Oh, that that's actually an interesting story because, you know, I, I, I made a TikTok where I basically thanked President Trump for the things that he had done for Israel um, because... We all know that, you know, whether you love him or not, he has done tremendous things. He, he loves this word, tremendous. Um, no, but uh, so, yeah, President, he, he has done a lot of things for the sake of Israel. And I wanted to thank him. So I made uh, this TikTok video. And a minute after I uploaded this video, I got blocked. Oh, this video got blocked on, uh, on TikTok for saying that I'm promoting uh, terrorist organizations and <laughs> terrorists. Literally. What? Yeah, I was I was shocked. Wait, I mean, was it recently? Was it like uh, it was it few was months ago? After yeah, the, few months uh, ago, before Did, the attack on the Capitol. During the yeah, during the yeah. election, during the yeah. election. Wow. Yeah, I would say you could go and open an account on Parler, but you know, that's they not work too out. got banned. And you know, it's <laughs> actually it frightens me not not because I'm I'm I used to use Parler all the time, but because I think that it's an attack on freedom of speech. Because hey. If you if you're going to block President Trump, so why aren't you blocking Ali Khamenei, the dictator in Iran that slaughters his own people, jails journalists? Yeah. Hangs now you're talking ho- about Twitter, though. I don't think Khamenei has a TikTok account. No. Uh, <laughs> no, but not Twitter, yet. Yeah. Not yeah, yet. Hey, okay. it, it yes. uh, you know not yet. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. Before he starts doing uh, lip syncing to uh, Justin Bieber. Right. But yeah. but we should distinct, I think, between TikTok and Twitter, right? Because uh, just in the sense that to expect from from TikTok, which is a Chinese espionage, basically, <laughs> app uh, yeah. covered as a younglings viral clip app. 
to expect for them to respect your freedom of speech is ridiculous, right? No, so they, are, they actually respected my freedom of speech because you, you mentioned that they blocked my account. So they actually did that um, after I published a video of me waving the UAE flag and saying, hey, you are all welcomed in Israel. We wish uh, to have more peace. So after that, my account got blocked on TikTok. Ah, so it was because you were waving a UAE flag? Yeah, and said yeah in, in Jerusalem. And I said, we're so excited for this uh, peace agreement. And but then I made I made I think I made a video or I posted I, I made a post on social media saying hey um, let's demand answers from TikTok why did you block me for promoting peace and then they uh, you know I got my account back they dealt with the wrong Jew oh really so oh yeah oh gave, yeah they gave it back. Yeah, yeah. It's good. I have my TikTok it's back, good. yeah. The benevolent Chinese ruler. <laughs> well, so you wonderful. ended up, It's your, your fate was better than Jack Ma's. Apparently. Yeah, but, but you know, a lot of people, they right. don't like TikTok and they say that, hey, it's, uh, it's a spy app and everything. But I mean, I believe in using every platform that I have to promote Israel, to promote peace. And, you know, wh whether people love it or not, TikTok is one of the leading apps nowadays. So yeah. I think that it's a, it's a great platform so to you're willing to put, pay the price to sacrifice your intimate photos on your phone for that cause of promoting <laughs> israel well, well if if photos of uh, jerusalem are intimate so you know uh, yeah is that what you be, call be it? my guest <laughs> jerusalem <laughs> no no <laughs> no but <laughs> no, it's it's uh it's you know it's it's something that yeah. I, I i think it's uh you it's know important. i'm not it's dancing not dancing on tiktok <laughs> yet. not yet not yet <laughs> But uh, yeah, talking is enough. But isn't nice. it? But that's a scary precedent, right? The fact that that they precedent. Oh, I thought you were saying scary president. No, no, scary president. It's easy to confuse. Yeah, unprecedented. Unprecedented. No, but seriously though, don't uh, don't you feel like okay, it, it was the first of more to come, essentially this ban. Um, for who? For him personally, yeah. or the yeah. ban of uh, for him and for everyone. And, oh, the, okay. the uh, it's I I didn't think about it too much i you know I, I did what i had to do to get my account back and you know it's actually interesting that after they saw my posts on social media because they actually got in touch with me later mm. uh, they, they have representatives in israel no i think i got an email from ireland mm. ireland so yeah then they said hey if you have any trouble in the future so get in touch with us directly I so it means that when you when you use social media to say, hey, TikTok, why did you ban me? Uh, apparently it works because they, now. it got me my account back. No, yeah, but I think I think in general, it's a positive thing, actually. The banning of Trump, for example, and generally the banning of prominent uh, individuals on Twitter and Facebook, because I'll tell you why. You I think, think that it's positive? Yeah, why? I think it's first of all, I think I believe in freedom of speech and freedom in general. And I think in America, mm -hmm. You should be able, as a private company, to do whatever the hell you want. But I think what it's going to do is, I think it's positive because set of the free. backfire. I think it's going to set free the market. So basically, you have AWS, right, which was able to shut down Parler. And I think a lot of companies are going to start saying, wait a second. I mean, Parler arose in and of itself because Facebook and Twitter weren't, you know, uh, uh, spaces for free speech. So they they came to compete that. So I think there's going to be now like uh, server providers like AWS. They're going to say, hey, we're not going to shut you down no matter what, unless you break the law. And yeah. then there's going to be competition. And hopefully there'll be more, you know. But oh, in the I meantime, see. people like Hanani, I feel, are, are in danger because, you know, the, the distance. They're on the front line. Yes, but the distance, let's take a platform like Twitter, right? Which is even more extreme uh, than Facebook in this sense, right? So the distance between shutting down Trump because of what he said to shutting down Hanania a year from now, like if Hanania tweets, uh, I don't know, uh, okay, uh, that <laughs> Israel is not occupying uh, the territories, okay? Let's okay. say in a year from now, that might be a bannable tweet on Twitter. The you know it's it's uh, it's scary to this kind of thought is scary because also when when they take action against you or against your account it's not like you have an ad an address to you know to come to mm -hmm. so it's basically you're on your own and so it it's scary because nowadays social media is the is is how human beings communicate you know unfortunately um, 
all around the world. I mean, they, it, it has uh, positive aspects, but also uh, negative aspects because they control what you can say, what you cannot yeah. say. And listen, I'm, I'm all for banning those that violate the law, those that incite hatred and murders. Um, and terrorism. Inciting hatred is subjective, right? Gray it's area. it's of it's course subjective. it's it's subjective. Too many people you you do that, right? S- Too many people saying that pro- Israel has a right to exist is uh, for many people, yeah. It's it's, uh, it's blind hate, thing, of course. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's uh, it's obviously, in my opinion, it's stupidity to to claim such a thing, but it's it's scary, yeah. But wh- I mean, you got your TikTok account when a year ago. No, I, so it took me like a whole, I downloaded the app um, and I wanted to learn how to create content for this app. So Mm -hmm. I I was using this app for a few months. It's very complicated. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, because, so, I mean, you had, I had to change the whole way. And, you know, if let's say for on Facebook, I create videos that are three minutes long or on YouTube that are eight. So on TikTok, it's like, hey, say what you have to say in 20 seconds or I'm gone. It, it's designed specifically to people who take Ritalin, I feel like, right? <laughs> who take yeah. speed and crack. Well, I'm, I'm taking coffees. That, does it count? Hey, it's, yeah, I put crack in your coffee. <laughs> well, thank, thanks a lot, my friend. <laughs> so wait, so you, you only got it like less than a year ago. Yeah, yeah. So you see, that's what I mean. Like, you didn't know two years ago you had Facebook, you had Instagram, you had Twitter. You didn't know that there was this other app that's going to... Things can change. So I think in a year from now, when you might tweet that and hopefully, you know... You'll have Weinstein. Weinstein's Yeah, you'll have Weinstein. (laughs) You'll be able to Weinstein all over the place, (laughs) you know? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Weinstein app? Yeah. Uh. They'll call it whining. You know, when you when you instead of tweeting you whine that's <laughs> why you whine and yeah, you yeah, get yeah, steens but... you get steens <laughs> you whine and people steam people are like oh my god he's got oh twenty thousand oh steens boy. on this wine okay. well I'm, anyway. I'm 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 sure that somebody is listening and is, they're gonna steal your pay, uh idea but, yeah, so. but you get what i'm saying like there'll hopefully be a new app that'll be all about you know like another part and get banned yeah Ah. eventually no but i'm i mean it's 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 double standards because so hey if i'm saying one thing it's it's uh bannable but then uh let's say uh representative rashida talib when she spoke like that about the holocaust or when she's spreading what did she say about the holocaust well, she said that the Holocaust gives her uh, a calm feeling when she thinks of that, uh, so, something like that, it, it, within, within this uh, perspective, which is, I mean, horrible. So, I mean, you think about the Holocaust and it, it gives you a, a good feeling? Are you out of your mind? And she said that on, uh, I think it was two years ago or something. And, and, uh, you recently also posted something about her. Yeah, because this morning I feel I think no that that was about Ilhan Omar. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm I have I have it's a confusing. Yeah. I have a special relationship with this squad uh, in in the oh. states. Why did you write about uh, Omar? Well, she attacked. She came at uh, Mike Pompeo, who was the U.S. Secretary of State and Prime Minister Netanyahu, and she she attacked them for uh, making peace in the Middle East. She said she basically came at Mike Pompeo, saying that he endorsed a far-right leader like Prime Minister Netanyahu. So, I mean, I asked who advanced occupying, right? Occupying land, uh, Palestinian land. So I said, hey, I have a question for you, Ilan Omar. What did you do for the sake of the Palestinian people that you speak so passionately about them? Israel actually... She tweets about them. Well, and that's, that's, uh, yeah, congratulations. I mean, she, she, all she does, just like you said, Eitan, is whining. So, you know, yeah. I, I, th- I think she should be the first uh, on, woman on the to Weinstein this, app. Uh, yeah. I'll see. I don't know. I don't think she'll like no. the Weinstein app. You're going to, you're going to ban her. She's going to, you know, complain that it's all about the Benjamins, <laughs> but that, and which is also yeah. kind of, not this admitted, yeah, remark. Right. Yeah. Right. So, right. you know. It's uh, it's tough, but what I'm saying is I I I am with you that these things are awful, and I you know if I had my own if I the Weinstein app wouldn't ban anybody, um, but anybody anybody no unless you broke the law, unless you my law would be the law, meaning mm. if you break the law and the government comes and says so you, you need to take these people off take so them but off. if the government okay, 
uh, Hananian doesn't know it maybe, but uh, Eitan is a really anti-lockdown uh, okay. yeah. person. Yeah. Person. Um, person. <laughs> Human being. <laughs> lizard. Yes. Lizard person. <laughs> lizard person. So, so if, if a government legislates that you are not allowed to resist a lockdown, yeah. then in your app... Would you delete tweets that resist uh, lockdown? Now you're getting to the real edge case where you live in a... a under We're building an a, under, app here, man. Under, <laughs> we got we to be thorough. You're creating hypothetical <laughs> scenarios in which you live in some in a place where the, uh, where the government starts uh, taking... Basically acting autocratically. And yeah, so in that's, Germany, a that's a problem. In Germany, it's illegal to tweet, right? Oh, uh, seriously. In yeah. Germany, you cannot say anti-Semitic things. There's oh, a yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about the saying anti-lockdown stuff. Uh, no, no, no. Not yet. You can't at least. talk about <laughs> Nazis, basically. Yeah, yeah you can yeah. support Nazis, which yeah. you can do in America. Yeah. So Twitter, like, True. okay, yeah. It's it's so complicated, right? It's a, listen. It's a complicated world, but I mean, my, if if you ask me what what's my opinion on uh, lockdowns, I think that. You know, a lot of people, they don't like this because it limits their freedom. Mm -hmm. But overall, I, I, you know, I mean, the pandemic is real. It's not like it's an invention. Uh, mm -hmm. Some people, they post on social media that it's a, a worldwide conspiracy. plan, conspiracy, and the vaccine will get you a, the, 5G. the 5G <laughs> chip and they, they'll control your movements and everything. Yeah, yeah. I dated a girl who thought that. And it, it, it ended. Yeah. yeah, it ended. It ended. Yeah, uh, it's a deal breaker. After the vaccine. After the vaccine, yes. Because <laughs> she realized she realized that he was working for the Chinese government, and so once she realized that, she was like, yeah. "I'm out of here." <laughs> no, but I mean, it's it's something that uh, it's it's a reality, you know. This this pandemic and this. Uh, but 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 I mean, listen, a lockdown. I'm I'm not sure that it's uh, it's the ideal plan because i mean now we have a lockdown in israel and uh, the numbers can continue to rise yeah but but i think that it's because the mentality of israelis is still like hey so there, there's this lockdown and there then there is what i'm gonna do about it i think i think that uh, outside of israel i mean correct me if i'm wrong i was born and raised here in, in israel um i think that people are they obey everything that uh that you know the it depends call where it sheeple yeah, I think it depends where in China, yeah, but uh, in America, in America, probably so less so. And there's also it's harder to uh, to impose lockdowns mm. in certain places. You know, I gotta tell you guys something amazing. Uh, apropos of that, because you can really divide nations according to this lockdown thing, right? Because if you are an, I feel maybe that if you are a nation that knew, felt the the burn of tyranny on its yeah. flesh right then you would be less prone to comply with such uh hor like very intense limitations and lockdowns right and if you're a nation that's less uh care that, that doesn't that is used to being ruled so so why i'm saying that because i just saw this week in italy okay yeah. uh, they are in a lockdown for almost a year Okay, mm -hmm. and uh, they are a 60 million uh, people nation, and their economy mm -hmm. was very bad before, and now they have a rebellion. Oh, really? All the restaurants, there's a hashtag on Twitter. You should look it up. It says, it, it's called... Pizza. Io, Io, oh, uh, no. no, you racist <laughs> bastard. No, I'm kidding. It's I'm called kidding. Io Apro. I open. Oh, really? And it, all the restaurant owners, earlier this week, decided to open. Obviously, an Italian rebellion would be led by chefs. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, you know, and, and I think it makes sense. That's racist, actually. What, <laughs> yeah, what, what about the Lamborghinis? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> they're, they're, they're Lamborghini driving chefs. <laughs> <laughs> the chefs want to be able to buy more Lamborghinis, and they can do that on lockdowns. Yeah. This is what the protest is about. They can about. only buy Ferraris. It's like. <laughs> but, German. But, 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 but wait, Ferrari is not German. No, no, it's Italian also. But. The thing is, I I see it as this is a nation, right? That they 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 suffered tyranny, yeah. they suffered fascism in its purest form, and they uh, want to fight for their freedom. It's an interesting so they rebel. theory. 
and you are going to the banquet. No, I mean, ah, okay. it's just taken them a while. And they're just a bunch of restaurant owners opening Look, restaurants. Look, it's not easy. No, but also after that, the gyms it's not started. like a violent rebellion. Yeah. Look, it's the, it's the biggest rebellion I've seen in Europe. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's And it's I think it's imminent world. also here. Also here, it'll, it's inevitable. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe people just hate lockdowns, you know, like uh, Ethan. This yeah. this Ethan that, it, that it is anti-lockdowns. It drives me crazy. I'm going to Weinstein about it. But <laughs> it drives me crazy that you read in the news and they basically criminalize uh, a wedding. It's like a wedding has become taboo. You know, there's a yeah. wedding in Bnebrak. Uh, pe- two people got married and they want to celebrate because... Oh my God! You don't care about the public health, and you're, you're murderers. You're murderers, basically. You're murderers <laughs> for having a wedding. And I get that Corona's real. I'm not a, yeah. you know, Corona's real. But uh, I don't, I don't, I just, I don't think the ends justify the means. I think in the end, it's not about what's the total tally of death, right? Yeah. And I keep also, going back to the to the war, uh, to the war parallel, like it. That that's not the measure of whether or not a war is justified, or right? Sometimes you go yeah. to war, thousands of people die, tens of thousands, right? In World War Two, when we fought Germany, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions of people died. Was it not True. worth it because there were more debt? Would it would have been better off if we just shut up and only six million Jews would have died? Like, it's not all about just how many people die. It's about what freedoms are there and you know how people can and, live their day to day lives. And you see here in Israel how kidim, um, how do you call them, like clerks, right? Yeah. Uh, health yep. ministry clerks. They decide whether or not we can stay at home or not, right? And they are reluctant to give that power away. So now we're on a lockdown, and you see the the clerks. They're already like, oh, we're not sure we, we're going to be able to end this lockdown when we said we will. We're not yeah. sure. We, we shall see. It depends. Yeah. It depends. No, and but, 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 I mean, this pandemic changed our, our entire lives because, I mean, now to think that w- once we were able to go to a show, sit down with friends without fearing, hey, where's my mask? Where's my mask? I mean... It's it's crazy to think that I mean last year Absolutely. last I mean, year Hanani we and were I able meet I'm that. terrorizing him about the mask. Well, yeah, Nora no is terrorizing me because sometimes hey, I love to talk, right? I mean, I, according to Nora, apparently that's a crime during this pandemic <laughs> because because then my mask comes. I mean, it's it's not covering my nose, which is a crime according to Nora, uh, and so he yells at me. Yeah, so I'm I'm, uh, I'm he's uh, traumatized each yeah. time I'm passing through. He's like, oh my god, he's. So that's, that's, looks... that's abuse. That's yeah. abuse. Yeah, it is. And it I, is. I, I'm, I think you thank should. Thank you. Thank you for, for turning standing a... Standing up against for the not turning a blind the tyranny eye. of the world. The <laughs> Menningers of the world will not rule us. No, but, but I mean, that, that's actually uh, a, a good word about, about you, Nor, because you... I, I mean, if they tell you to put a mask on, you put a mask on, you cover your I'm nose. I'm sheeple, like all the sheep. No. <laughs> sheep. It, I, I actually... Hey, I don't think that it's... We see in the states people politicize this uh, this pandemic. They say, and I'm not talking about the uh, the uh, the Trump administration. I'm talking about, uh, for example, I posted a video on my social media saying, "Hey, now we are all wearing a mask." But there are people that wore a mask even before this pandemic. And I mentioned the uh, North Korean dictator, the dictator in Iran that were wearing masks of hypocrisy, mm. hiding uh, things. And then people commented saying, hey, uh, and I wore a mask. I said that it, it helps protect you. And people commented saying, how, how dare you? Um, I mean, it was a minority, but they, but they said, how dare you promote this uh, mask, basically? Um, and I, I asked them, why, why are you afraid to wear a mask? And they said, oh, well, uh, I'm, I'm not sure. I saw one comment. Now, one man wrote, oh, I'm not sure what, what it does or what it doesn't do. But it's some sort of a slavery form, and, and we're not sure yet who we are. Um, you know, who's, whose slaves are we? Um, and again, I think that the, the question here is, so why, why do doctors wear a mask when treating a patient? Why do people willingly, yeah, but why do people willingly wear a mask in polluted cities to protect themselves? But that's the thing, willingly, right? Yeah. That's the, well, the issue that's, here. That, that's the key. But I think I think that 
So hey, if if somebody tells you wear a mask, so why 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 um doing on purpose and going against it? Because hey, it's it's nobody loves to wear a mask. Nobody le- loves le- to wear a mask. Uh, the counterpoint to that, I think Israel is now a good ex- experiment because in in I don't know a few weeks the majority of the population is going to be vaccinated right where yeah. we already are close to 80% of 60 plus were vaccinated over right? 2 million citizens were vaccinated yeah. um and and that brings very interesting questions for example if let's say in a month from now we came to the situation where everyone who wishes to be vaccinated will have been vaccinated okay so now why do we need to wear masks? Why? But you see the clerks, they're already saying, no, we're going to have to wear the masks even long after the vaccines. And they are fining you for not doing so. So this, this begs the question, is it not maybe also political? Because if we're all vaccinated, except those who chose not to, and they chose to take the risk. Yeah. Then why do they impose masks? Still? Did you get the vaccine? Yes, of course. You got the vaccine. Yes, wow. yes. Wow. He was so, on TV. So he's part of the 5G. I'm part uh, of the conspiracy. I told you he's working he for the Chinese government. QA, <laughs> QA none. But yeah. but you see my point. So it, yeah. it, it, it is a it's, problem. I I think that it's a huge mistake when if if uh, politicians politicize this, um, because I think that it's it's a a battle, it's a war that we're we're fighting. So I think that all we have to do is unite together against it mm-hmm. and, 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 not, and not say that, hey, this mask perhaps makes you a slave because it doesn't. It doesn't. It just wearing a mask is simply protecting yourself and the, Unless the you're vaccinated. society. Unless you're vaccinated, yeah. But, but again, it's, it's all new. This, this vaccine is new. COVID, the COVID-19 vaccine is new. So they're, perhaps they're... they're examining the the effects of it and how effective it is so maybe they just don't want you to take any chances speaking of did you see kamala harris's beautiful mask at the inauguration no 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 what did he say no it's just this nice like uh purple mask they all had matching are you seeing no i heard no i'm not oh i mean i am I heard that she wore purple purpose. She wore purple purposely. Okay. Why? Because apparently it's the color of like blue and red. No, like of women, like uh, African American uh, women from the past. I don't know. It has like significance. Ah, okay. Of some sort. Yeah, there's Google all these. it. But uh, but let's talk about the inauguration a little bit about the upcoming presidency. How do you feel about Joe Biden? So I think that first of all, we Israel went through um, has has a great history with the United States and. Um, I think that the alliance between Israel and the United States stems from our peoples. So, obvi- obviously, it would be uh, global to say that it doesn't matter who who is the president, we will remain friends. Um, but I truly do believe that it doesn't matter who is going to be president because we live in, 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 in a world where democracies reign. And democ- democracy means that the people are the boss, basically, and the president is a servant of the people. So the fact that the alliance stems from our peoples, um, it means that our alliance is still going to grow more and more, whether it's a Republican president or a Democrat president. Or, or a libertarian president. <laughs> who, who's, who said that being a, a Republican or, de- or a Democrat isn't uh, promoting uh, these ideas? But, but yeah, I think, I, so I, I'm pretty positive. I'm uh, I'm actually very positive because and I had this conversation with a lot of people. They they t- they told me how how could you uh, be happy when such a a president is now in in office? And well, I'm I'm not sure. What about you guys? But I mean, I'm I do believe that things happen for a reason, and I do believe that sometimes these things that happen for a reason are beyond our understanding and because they happen for a reason. Uh, voila. 
So yeah, I, I'm I'm pre- pretty positive. I think that our relationship will continue to grow and doesn't matter what's going to happen. Yesterday there was the first controversy. Did you guys hear about it? About oh, uh, the, exactly the, the Twitter account. Yeah, the US Embassy. Want to tell the, the story? So I actually read the, the title that um, the Twitter account of the US Embassy in Jerusalem, they changed their... their the dis- name of the account. Oh, the name, not the, the name description? Of the account, no, the name of the account oh. was US Embassy in Israel. And an hour after the inauguration, they changed it to uh, US Embassy in Israel, uh, uh, the territories in Gaza or something like that, or Palestine in Gaza, something like that. No, it was Gaza and the West Bank. Gaza and the West Bank. Yes. What? Yes. They changed Is the name of the account. That way? And apparently, like, there was... A, check this. No, it's no, not they still. It's, it back. They changed it back after, but, you know, I, I guess uh, phone calls were made, right? Uh, people... Yelled at each other and, <laughs> and, it, and I, I, I think huge pressure from Israel, in the and, and they and they changed it back. But I mean, yeah, it tells the story, right? I, I mean, I mean, it's it doesn't make any sense because this embassy is for Israel, and Israel has no responsibility over Gaza. Gaza is the, it's it's a Palestinian territory. I'm not even sure if you can have an embassy. In one country in, for no, another. No, the other is pa- not the country. Palestine is not even a country. Can you have an embassy where there is no... To a country that doesn't exist? And that's bannable um, now. Shame on you for, for speaking like uh, that about, yeah, about, we're gonna about the Palestinian account. authority. But yeah, that was, a, that was a big deal. And it's just <laughs> an hour after the... Uh, literally an hour in the first controversy wow. outrage. I, you know, I think that it shows how much power the, the bureaucrats have... When, because I'm sure that it's it's a decision that was made. It, I mean, obviously, it's not like... Maybe and now Joe after Biden. the inauguration, <laughs> he made a call, hey, change this uh, account's name. <laughs> it's the bureaucrats that decide. And I think that it's... Uh, I mean, it's it's outrageous, honestly. Not I'm, And I'm obviously, I'm not saying referring just to that. I mean, it's outrageous that bureaucrats are able to determine policy. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you have a government that is, you know, twenty percent of the people. Twenty, I mean, twenty percent of Israeli of the Israeli population is somehow employed by the government, like fifteen, twenty percent, like Even over more. a million people. Oh, okay, over yeah. a million people, million and a million and state a half. W- mm. state employees. You yeah. have a growing uh, uh, state. I mean, the 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 state itself is taking over the the population both in the united states you know it's funny because in the united states they uh i always go back to this but the the reason they rebelled against the british was like uh like they started taxing them like two percent or whatever or three percent today tax brackets in the united states are like you know the highest tax bracket is like 50 percent of your income gets taken by the government it's insane i mean they'd all have heart attacks (laughs) they heard it right now it's it's just the world we live in. It's just yeah. uh, you know it's crazy. But it's democracy. This is how it works. But uh, Trump was a good president for Israel. Yeah, I'm honestly I love I love the things that he did for the sake of Israel, and I have all I have is appreciation towards this uh, this this president because he made he fulfilled his promises. He made promises before entering the office. And he actually fulfilled them, and and then to see people being angry at him for fulfilling his promises. I mean, hey, he said that he's gonna do that, and well, apparently it made a lot of people angry to see that. Hey, how dare you declare Jerusalem as the capital of Israel? And and in my opinion, it's not like we need a stamp of approval because it's our capital. It's not gonna change that. It's just gonna gonna. Uh, approve it in greater levels, perhaps, or moving the embassy that angers people, um, or uh, Golan Heights, the Golan Heights, the uh, Judea and Samaria. I mean, hey, obviously there is no question here that we have the Palestinians that d- deserve a solution, and I love Palestinians. I I know that a lot of people um, they perhaps thinks that we Israelis are not okay with the Palestinians, but. I can speak on behalf of myself that I love the Palestinians and I want a solution for them. 
but I think that under the current leadership, under the dictator, if I if I may say, uh, they're they're gonna have elections now. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Of course, they're going to have the election after he's, he... Listen, <laughs> Mahmoud Abbas, the Palestinian dictator, and again, I'm sorry for sounding radical um, because I'm passionate about it. There are two dictators. Who? One in Gaza and one... There are oh, Hamas and Fatah, yeah. And so it, it's actually stupid because he just entered... He just entered his 17th year as, as president on his four-year term. <laughs> the, his 17th year... And and now and now he announced the election. I think that he announced this election to appease the Biden administration to come as, hey, we are Democrat. We we are, we're, we're Democrats. We love democracy. Um, and, <laughs> and obviously, when I when I say uh, Democrats, and I don't refer to the uh, the political statement. I'm just saying promoting democracy. But but then he doesn't allow his uh, main rival. Uh, I I forgot his uh, his name. Um, uh, oh, Dachlan. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't allow his main rival to run against him. He's in exile, actually. He doesn't even live here. It makes He's sense because I think that if he, if he would have lived in the Palestinian Authority, he he'd be in jail right now. Or, or in the ground. Perhaps. But, more, but more I heard maybe... It is democratic. You could choose anybody you want. You can vote for anybody in Palestine. Not, not that guy. <laughs> not that guy not that guy yeah yeah but you so anybody vote for anybody no that guy no 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 you can't that guy's you see he's just it? not around he's on vacation <laughs> he's uh yeah he's on uh on, on have you league. heard about the party in ramallah in the church no or in the mosque there's there's this huge uh d female dj uh, uh yeah, yeah. heard about the story yeah. and she uh organized a party recently a few weeks ago uh, either i think in a mosque and she, it was and she's a big deal in in the territories like she's a huge uh a dj and a young personal famous person and and uh, she was arrested and she's in jail well that that's actually n not okay i i mean having a party in a mosque shows some respect <laughs> no i mean i'm i'm, I'm serious really? but in 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 the same way that we wouldn't want to see a a disres I'm, I mean again I don't know what no, but party it's not was a it jail it's no, not obvi obviously not but I mean I wouldn't want to see a a disrespectful party in a synagogue or no. or in a church so in the same way let's implement the same standards when when it yeah, comes but to the a, mo question, a mosque the question know? is if the mosque was okay with it I'm assuming if it was like some renegade party yeah I don't know the details actually that's maybe kind it of was important. Uh, details are sometimes uh, you know yeah, but what kind of music critical. do they play there? <laughs> yeah. we're such a shallow if podcast they play, yeah <laughs> They played like uh, Beyonce. They deserved to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you explain, Hanania, the fact that Jews here love Trump, whereas Jews in America despise him? So I think that Jews in Israel love Trump because they love his foreign policy when it comes to Israel. They appreciate the things that he is doing for Israel. Where, where in, in the States, I think that the Jews there are more focused on on his uh, internal policy where they perhaps um, dislike him for for his uh, internal policy and again the I what I'm focused on is uh, his listen as an Israeli and as a Jew when I look at him at the things that he had done he's he's he did great stuff not I, I mean hey I see I see the things that he did for the sake of Israel I see how he is so boldly uh, standing for for America against dictators against the Islamic regime in Iran. I mean, it's it, I'm thankful. He put Iran on its knees. Yeah, where where under the previous administration we saw U.S. soldiers on their knees taken into uh, into uh, they, they uh, the Iranian regime took them as hostages um, un under the previous administration. So. It's just, I mean, how can you not be thankful for that? That this leader, and I'm sorry, Ethan, that I'm, yeah. I'm making you uncomfortable. No, no, no. no I, I'm, I'm, I love I mean, all I'm, those I'm things. Kidding, I'm kidding. I love all no. those things. <laughs> no, but because because how can we not be thankful uh, to see him standing against dictators? And I'm not saying that Biden is not is not going to do that or he's he is not. unable to do that. 
He's not. We well, and he's unable. You think that he's yeah. unable? Yeah, I don't think he's going to. But I, I'll tell you why I'm. I am thankful, but I hope I'm though. Bi- I, I, I'm bitter I just, as I well. I hope that he's going to do that. I hope that I don't think the he's. current administration will will continue this. Uh, pace no I no way i don't know if the current administration is going to be biden for very long i mean watching the inauguration he he can't like he can't speak coherently anyway it's it's a, it's an issue we might be dealing with president harris very soon but uh i mean the guy's 78 78 sharon was prime minister sharon was prime minister i think until he was 83 or 82 are you sure 78? So Biden, yes. I, I thought president. he was much older. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's the oldest <laughs> president in American history. Oldest president. 78, that's young. Yeah. But uh, I think Churchill was also until he was 80-something. Uh, I mean, yeah. yeah, but these guys were lucid. He's Anyway, I'll <laughs> yeah. tell you why I'm embittered by, by Trump. is because of just the way things ended. I mean, oh, yeah. what the hell, man? Yeah, that was. What the hell? Like, I, I, I'm not going as far as CNN and all the crazies in America who are like, he basically led an attack on the Capitol. They, from, as far as they're concerned, the guy in, with the face paint, paint yeah. the th- that's Trump. <laughs> that's Trump in disguise. But obviously he didn't. He didn't tell anybody to go. But, like, just let it go, man. Know how to lose. Yeah, that's uh, – I mean, I think, I think that uh, it's always – um, smart to, you know, to pursue peace at at any cost, uh, because I mean, stor- storming the capital, the capital is uh, something that pains my heart, and were, and and I'm in Israel, so to imagine what what um, what patriots in America feel yeah. must be really they were painful. hundreds of meters away from from Pence. They didn't realize how how close he was yeah. yeah yeah but 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 again if i may i don't think that it represents the republican party it represents radicals just Absolutely. like we have in israel radicals that create a lot of noise make a lot of noise so Absolutely. i think that they, this is the case here it's, it doesn't represent and but obviously the media cnn they're gonna say this is this is the republican party this is uh this and that um yeah. so obviously it doesn't represent the majority but it's no, just absolutely. A, a crazy but but Trump has to be held accountable. Forget this, you know, the capital, uh, yeah. the capital, which I do think there is a cause and effect there. I don't think he should be held whole, solely and wholly responsible for the attack on the capital. But there is a cause and effect. And I think he should be held ac- accountable for the way he speaks, meaning pursue every avenue in, you know, you believe that you were cheated and that the elections were stolen I'm absolutely all for you suing and and but he lost like 50 cases. I mean, there was zero evidence of the fact that he was actually so give up. Don't stop talking in this like inflaming, you know, rhetoric and that's why I'm bittered by him. But I think I agree with you on all the, you know, everything he did during his term was incredible. And the peace he brought here. Yeah. I don't think people in America, you know, I can't blame them, right? They're in COVID and they're have other things in mind, but I don't think people realize the the change yeah, that, that took place here. here. And one of the interesting things, guys, right now in Israel is that Netanyahu uh, on his campaign, um, now he aims to get votes from uh, Israeli Arabs, Israeli Palestinians. And the rationale is that uh, those peace deals he brought, uh, brought him huge uh, support uh, for Israeli Arabs because it opened business avenues for them uh, in the in Emirates, in Bahrain, in Morocco. Um, how do you see those deals? It's it's incredible because listen, in in uh, in decades we didn't have any any progress in peace, and and now to see how, I mean, it's, it's people write you from those states. Yeah, yeah, I. I I'm I'm happy that I'm I made new friends from from the UAE from Bahrain, uh, and y- you know it honestly makes me happy because I mean all of us are obviously happy because after decades of of no progress we see peace with with Arab countries with Sudan that in Sudan they promoted the three no's no to uh, negotiation with Israel no to recognition no to normalization the Khartoum yeah the, the, the Khart, yeah so I mean to see Sudan where this happened 
making peace with Israel. I think that the Arab world, they realize that Israel is not the obstacle to peace. We're here to stay, first of all. Yeah, we are here to stay. Israel is the uh, solution to peace and a partner, a peace partner. Where where else they they see that the uh, the Palestinians, I mean, and when I say the Palestinians, I'm talking about their leaders, they're not interested in peace. Mahmoud Abbas, he gains from this conflict. He gains from this conflict. And I, so I don't think that he is interested in having peace with Israel because, because, hey, we offered the Palestinians peace again and again and again and again. Some offers were even too generous, like giving up almost all of Judea and Samaria, going back to the 67 lines. Uh, and when I say 67 lines, I'm talking about the, uh, the war, obviously. So it's, it's just, uh, I mean, how can you not accept such an offer? I mean, I oppose this offer by all means. But I mean, how can you not accept this generous offer? Because it's it's good for you. It's bad for for us Israelis. If unless you you're not interested in having peace or just stupid. That that too. But but how do you explain uh, the Arab Israeli Knesset members voting against the peace accords in the Knesset? Well, in my opinion, <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just see, stupid. See above. <laughs> they're either don't want peace or they're stupid. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you more. I think that they are terrorist supporters. We have terrorist supporters in the Israeli Knesset. And it just shows shows all of us that this this is democracy in Israel. That even these people, and again, they don't represent the Arabs in Israel by all means. I have Arab friends that hate them. They hate their... Uh, Knesset Rep represent representatives. They say they don't represent us. They represent themselves and the uh, the terrorists in the Palestinian Authority. Because how can you not vote in favor of peace between Israel and the UAE, peace between uh, Israel and Bahrain, unless you're against peace, unless you're against the state of Israel, unless you're against the existence of the state of Israel, of this country. It's, so it's just crazy that we have within our Knesset uh, and the holiest democratic place in Israel, terrorist supporters. Um, and again, it's th this is democracy. This is democracy. The price um, of... In, yeah, and in, uh, uh, previously, I, I remember that uh, we had a conversation in a previous uh, episode where I think uh, you, Eitan, you, you said that uh, we talked about the squad being, being a threat. And uh, I, I said, hey, perhaps it's, it's good to silence them or to, to stand up to them. And you said, hey, but it's, it's a good warning to see, to see this uh, happening in, in the United States of America. Because this is, this is uh, well, a minority, but a minority that is uh, perhaps growing, I don't know, um, that should, we should pay attention to. Not, not, not in like to listen to, but to, to know how to deal with that. Yeah, I mean, you have to let people speak so you could hear their stupidity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, be, be, because listen, I don't want to silence this squad. I want to debunk their lies. And that's that's why I'm so passionate about about social media, because I think that this is a great tool to, to converse with people and to change opinions. I, I, I had this one story where, where uh, um, even, even, uh, even this uh, recent story that I made a friend in the UAE. I went live with her on Instagram and she began to cry. She began to cry. And she said that, um, I'm, I apologize, I apologize. She kept on saying, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And, and that was live. I'm, 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 I mean... I'm so uh, disappointed that, that we didn't save this, this live stream. Um, but yes, yeah, so she began to cry and she said, I'm sorry for, for, uh, for growing, uh, for, I mean, for believing in, in the lies that, that uh, the Palestinians uh, sold us, something like that. She, she basically realized that, um, you know, she was lied to yeah. about Israel. So I, I think that the best thing to promote peace is to, have conversations meet meet your um not opponent but meet your uh your partner 
Your counterpart. Yeah, the yeah. best answer, I think, to hate speech is more speech and not, you know, silencing. Yeah. More speech is the is the solution to hate speech. Yeah. And but of, also to be to be bold and to speak up, um, because sometimes Jews in Europe they message me and they say, how how do you speak against anti-Semites? Um, because here in France, for example, this is the message that I got here in France. I'm I'm scared to wear a Magen David necklace and I, to walk with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, obvi- obviously the ideal is that those anti-Semites should be scared, not us, because they are criminals, not us. Unfortunately, that's never been the scenario in Europe. <laughs> and, uh, and that's why they should come here. Really, I think any Jew that has their wits about them should pick up their shit and come to Israel. <laughs> I mean, that's how well, I feel. Well, Israel is the Jewish homeland. Yeah. Hanania, uh, what can we plug? Where can we find you? Where can people reach out to you? Well, just uh, search for my name, Hanania Naftali. I, I wasn't uh, original enough, so th- that's, that's, uh, that's my name on social media. Um, uh, although you could, guys, I hope you approve of me as a nice Jewish boy. Yes, yes. The third. Course, the course. third, yeah. Nice Jewish boy, the third. <laughs> so yeah, Hanania Naftali on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Check it out. Highly recommended content. And now, uh, before, before we, we go, go yeah. uh, we are sponsored by The Forward. Yes, The Forward. Uh, go to forward.com slash 2NJB for an exclusive offer for uh, podcast listeners. You get six months for 15 bucks. Okay, six months for 15 bucks. Forward is a great source of news and opinion all through a Jewish lens. Forward.com slash 2NJB. Yes, also, Utsheva, IsraelNationalNews.com. Israeli source in English for news and opinions. Highly recommended. Check them out. And then... And then ajn.timesofisrael.com also Australian Jewish news. also support the podcast Australian Jewish news yes. so ajn.timesofisrael.com check them out and that and is it finally we do this on our free time we accept donations so if you want to help us out to njb.com/donate Hanani thank you so much for coming thank you guys for inviting will me. you come again pleasure I would love time? to I would love okay. to okay we'll, nice. we'll do that recurring guest we'll have <laughs> Hanani and Naftali part three bye guys. Bye. Bye.